Hello. It's been a while. Um, hope everyone has been well. And a lot has been going on. Um, albeit because uh, mostly because of work. Um, been quite busy with um, a lot of deadlines, um, projects starting to catch up after Chinese New Year, so things have been going at a pretty fast pace. Um, but I haven't really forgotten about this program, um, this podcast, because uh, sort of a way for me to process my thoughts and my ideas um, and also provide a platform for me to um, raise some of the questions and some uh, of my observations um, throughout my daily life to share with everyone. So um, although it's been a while, it's not that I've forgotten um just wanted to use this sunday this very peaceful quiet sunday to um reconnect with everyone and also with myself um so i guess today the main topic or the main idea that's sort of been going on in my head revolves around the idea of entropy. Um, This is sort of, could be quite sort of a sudden jump from the past topics that I've touched upon. Um, But I guess it's mostly triggered by this YouTube video that I watched um, a couple days ago, just when I was bored and um, it was a video that sort of showed how a sandcastle um, gets sort of washed away in the wind. Um, it sounds pretty random, but um, it's basically a documentary about um, exploring the idea of entropy. And I guess for those who are not really familiar with the idea um, in the video, it sort of illustrates the the phenomenon that if you place a sandcastle out in the open um, on the beach, let's say, um, because its structures are very defined um, and the shape is sort of very compact compared to the other particles of sand next to it. So once the wind blows it away, um, it sort of returns to its natural state um, of chaos, basically, where the particles of sand um, sort of go wherever it wants to go or wherever the wind tells it to go. Um, And slowly the sandcastle sort of dissipates and 
returns back to its normal state of chaos and uh, is no longer recognizable as what we see as a sandcastle. And while I was watching this video, it sort of reminded me of a lot of things. Um, mostly uh, drawing parallels to how we sort of live our daily lives. Because it sort of made me think about how life is and how the world is and how we perceive it. Because um, I think a lot of the times um, we try to build a sandcastle ourselves or we try to act as a sandcastle um, in a way that we try to give structure we try to give um, identity we try to predetermine things we try to um, give things a meaning before it even sort of occurs or we sort of think about it way too much rather than just letting things be as they are. Um, I think a lot of the times we fear entropy. We fear um, losing that subject that is recognizable. Um, we lose sight of um, where we want to go almost because in the state of entropy there is no sense of direction there's just everything is everywhere and um, it sort of does not have um, or does not give a context of um, judgment whether or not it's good or bad it's very neutral um, things happen as they are because of just how they are. There's no explanation. Um, so I think this gave me a lot of inspiration on how sometimes we should maybe think less about life as something that we can almost predict or prevent or um, almost predetermine um, as humans, we like to look forward um, and backwards, but we rarely try to focus on what we can do at the moment within the space of entropy, within the space of time when it tries to shift all its energies and all its um, powers back to its um, state of equilibrium. Um, we tend to try to go against that a lot of the times, which is, I think, what is our primary um, cause of suffering. That's because we, I guess as animals, we're designed to um, go along with the world in, in its state of entropy rather than create our own sandcastle and trying to find safety within entropy um, or create this false understanding that the world is something that we construct rather than 
the laws of nature itself. Um, so that made me think a lot about um, how we can sort of change our perspective on our daily lives and how we can maybe use that new perspective towards everything all the ups and downs in life and maybe within that entropy we can find a space of peace um, not necessarily using or building a sandcastle ourselves but recognizing and accepting that the world that's just how the world is um, everything finds order within chaos um, and that we need not go against them because that is just the natural order of things. Um, so I guess this brings me to my next point, which is um, the idea of change. Um, I mean, I guess we always hear that phrase, um, change is the only constant, um, which is very much true. And if we spend our lives and our time remaining on Earth just thinking about how we can sort of prevent bad things from happening, um, it makes us live very passively uh, because prevention is not necessarily doing anything. Um, a lot of the times we fear things that are irrational we fear things that we do not understand um, and most of the time we don't have a solution for that so living in a way where we are guided by those motives of prevention actually makes us less active um, I've sort of experienced that myself um, you know, dealing with anxiety as um, the main sort of uh, character in which I had to learn to negotiate with. Um, because I think everyone has their moments of anxiety. Um, and anxiety is just a natural trait that we have as humans, as a species. Um, it's when our minds place us in a space of um, a fight-or-flight condition. And I guess in modern times, there are not many physical threats around. Um, most of the time, they're just sort of imagined or uh, magnified by our consciousness or subconsciousness as well. Um, a lot of them triggered by memories, by past traumas that have been unresolved. Um, so I think our minds are a lot more flexible than we think, or the world is a lot more flexible than we think. Um, we have sort of been our own culprit, where we are constantly programmed by ourselves I know we blame the system a lot but a lot of the times the system is our minds um, or how we feel 
reality is or how we see reality um, because reality is neutral it doesn't judge it doesn't um, side with anything it's just sort of how it is and it's up to us to really make sense of it and if we are programmed every day to see things a certain way um, to understand circumstances um, a certain way then we are slowly programming ourselves to create certain thinking patterns that could eventually affect our character um, and the way we understand the world and the way we see the world um, so I truly believe that while sort of dancing with the um, the sort of emotion of anxiety that we can really learn to be above that um, we can really learn to be above our um, subconscious programs because we are actually given the power to reprogram ourselves um, to rethink how reality is you know there's so many sort of opportunities for us to do that but sometimes we as humans we revert back to what is the easiest thinking pattern as a way out because we are just used to it you know we are very much reliant on our habits um, which is pretty interesting because um, the other day I was just showering and um, afterwards I suddenly had this thought you know when I was just putting my trousers on um, what if I try to uh, put my trousers on the other way or to try to change the sequence of which I put my trousers on or because um, I guess all of us have a routine that we follow and we don't really think about it so I usually put my right leg in to the trousers first and then that day I was just thinking hmm, maybe I could sort of see how it feels to put my left leg in first and so I did and it felt super super weird um, it's like as if I was doing something wrong or if I was sort of um, entering a space where I'm not really sure if I'm supposed to be in um, and it just felt really really awkward because my brain was like hold on what are you doing you know you should be really putting your right leg in first um, which is sort of what made me reflect on this whole idea uh, that we sort of create this framework for ourselves um, this routine that we don't think much about is actually slowly feeding ideas and feeding um, thinking patterns to our subconscious which help us define our actions and our identity and so that really 
that small change in the routine really opened my eyes to how powerful we could actually be or sort of regain that authority that we have um, over our thinking patterns um, starting from our actions you know starting from our routines as a way forward um, if this resonates with anyone you could definitely I definitely recommend giving it a try um, it will weird you out um, you know these small things um, sort of don't underestimate that because it's sort of what gives you a sense of familiarity um, and if you change that it sort of destroys the whole framework and you almost feel like oh you know it's like I'm putting my trousers on for the first time um, and I guess that also ties in with the idea of anxiety um, because anxiety arises when there is a sense of uncertainty um, and usually the uncertainty is something related to some kind of physical or mental danger and it's sort of anticipating you know this next thing that might happen and I sort of just sat with that emotion after I put on my trousers. I was just thinking to myself, like, you know, why is this emotion coming up? You know, it's just basically reversing the order in which I put my legs into the trousers. You know, it's no big deal at all. And then I sort of remembered that, you know, the world is not judgmental. It's not. It's sort of, you know, very much neutral, and that, and that my anxiety seemed very, very small all of a sudden. Um, then I sort of recognized, and I could isolate this emotion um, in relation to changing my routine. Um, which was a huge sort of relief for me because I finally could feel the physical and mental connection um, that we can isolate uh, by just changing these very small things in our daily lives. Um, sort of gave me a new perspective on how we could sort of approach um, renewing ourselves or breaking old habits or creating a new understanding of the world just by challenging our sort of subconscious comfort zones and also routines that we choose to embark upon every day that we don't really think about because if these routines sort of repeat and repeat you know that is basically defining your life you know um, a lot of people are afraid of changing their routines because they feel it's sort of out of their control 
um, but you may feel that it's out of your control because you've been doing it for so long that it is out of your control because you're already not thinking about doing those things you know it's like it's like you're on autopilot um, you don't really think about questioning those things anymore you're just sort of like being led by your subconsciousness and uh, you don't think about those things and you're not present and you're not aware um, which leads to a lot of misconceptions a lot of misunderstandings not really with other people but also within yourself you lose um, a sense of clarity um, and then slowly your sort of sense of purpose and your sense of self and your sense of being and existence slowly weakens because because of these um, lack of connection and communication with within yourself um, so I guess what I'm trying to bring to light in this particular episode is um, while spending so much time sort of going against change um, I've slowly come to really embrace it um, and it's hard it was a really really tough process um, not that anything really special happened but just trying to accept, accept that that's just the way the world is um, and that it's really just trying to find its own balance you know much like ourselves um, of course it's not to really say that you know we should ignore our feelings and try to be as zen as possible um, I think although that could be an approach um, I'm just thinking out loud but just maybe trying to think of a way to infuse um, some of these uh, small things that we can do to really rethink um, our surroundings and allow us um, to look through a different lens sometimes you know especially now that we can't travel um, how do we sort of broaden our vision uh, within ourselves not just by seeking it externally you know I think um, a lot of us may feel trapped at the moment you know uh, in this particular time in this particular period of your life you know um, you just got your first job so not sure where, where your next step is um, you know there's so many questions out there uh, no one knows what's going to happen even a few months later you know in this type of situation so how do we learn to be that sand particle that although it's being blown around you 
displaced almost every second? How do we find comfort in change? How do we learn to be living along with nature rather than trying to live against it? Um, how do we try to reconnect with ourselves? Um, how can we try to increase our understanding of ourselves so that you know we don't necessarily have to rely on so many external factors to give us the things that we want or to give us a sense of change um, physically you know because I think the idea of being trapped is uh, very very mental very psychological although of course we could be in quarantine um, we could sort of be stuck at home uh, trying to find a job um, but I was also thinking about this while I was in quarantine um, you know because I am a quite quite a introverted person and this sort of quarantine situation made me think about and reflect on um, sometimes I choose to actually stay indoors uh, before all this COVID stuff happened you know I love staying at home um, I love the idea of you know a Sunday quiet Sunday just staying at home uh, working on my um, creative stuff, maybe like editing some photos, working on this and that, taking it slow. But all of a sudden, when this quarantine situation happened, um, I felt sort of forced to stay at home. And that changed everything uh, because I knew that couldn't actually physically leave home if I wanted to, you know. And if we think about it, it's not that there's anything different um, during that time of quarantine compared to if you choose to stay at home, you know. It's like physically, uh, it's completely 100% the same. You know, it's just the fact that someone told you you can't leave home. Um, that sort of makes this whole experience so daunting. Um, so I started thinking to myself, like, maybe the idea of feeling like we're trapped is just sort of a mental thing, you know, it's sort of a spiritual uh lead almost to sort of get out you know to sort of get out of the space that we are confined within um, I think a lot of the times it's these two things that call to our attention you know because the physical world is not going to change um, but it's how we see the physical world that completely changes our reality 
Um, so I think that was really the first sign for myself that made me think about how all this feeling of being trapped and stuck could actually originate from my mind instead of just something that's physical. Um, which is, I think, quite a profound moment and turning point within my um, study of this, uh, I guess, my spiritual journey. Because I realized there was this whole other space that I just completely ignored, you know. And it's the space within ourselves. You know, we can live in a house that's like huge, but do we actually feel more free? Do we actually feel more uh, happy within? Um, or is it sometimes that we sort of suffocate ourselves so much that we feel as if external factors could actually heal our insecurities and heal our um, traumas and sort of go along this whole journey of you know relying on other people and um, you know becoming very materialistic and trying to Trying to just get a lot of stuff, you know, that probably won't mean much, um, just to get a feeling of security, you know, because um, I guess those items will give us a sense of security that, you know, they're yours and they're always going to be yours, but I guess these are all illusions because at the end of the day nothing is really yours you know it's just sort of floating around the only thing that's ours is our minds and our spiritual consciousness and you know our awareness really and I just feel that once we sort of feed ourselves from a more sort of psychological and spiritual perspective then you know the sky's the limit you know because your reality will change along with your thoughts and your new intentions and um, your world will just instantly change um, and I can't really describe the feeling but I guess the example that I gave with the quarantine um, would be pretty accurate in this case just to illustrate the idea that you know our reality is completely framed by our spiritual and psychological health um, so these are just I guess some some thoughts that I um, gathered over the past few months, I think. Um, hopefully this gives you, you know, this session 
gives you a new sense of being um, and existence within this realm of entropy um, and also shedding light on how we could use um, this time to really dive deeper and understand that we could actually be anyone we want to be. Um, we just gotta break our habits, just gotta break our routines um, because those things are actually potentially holding us down. You know, that those things are potentially um, the things that are keeping us in our old ways. Um, so if you're thinking, oh, you know, things are not moving on, not really improving, you know, might be time to look at those things and see what you can do to um, break those habits and start new, um, start a fresh page. It's never too late. So, um, yeah, I guess that's the main message. And um, hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Um, I know it's been a while, but hopefully I'll have more time in the future to do more of these. Um, always feels great on my end because I could actually sort of frame my thoughts and just get it out, you know. Um, so yeah, hopefully you guys enjoyed it and see you next time.